Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Ron Pitcher of PitcherInsurance.com. Ron, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for interviewing me, Seth. It is our pleasure. Now, you've been in the insurance business a long time. Let's go back a little time. How'd you get started? I started the agency in 1988, but even before then, right after I graduated college in 1979 with a business degree, I went to work for my dad and uncle and worked there for about five years, but my uncle was a little bit younger than my dad. They're both still alive. God bless him. And uh, that's right. My dad's 90. Wow. Yeah. So he's doing well. I worked for them for five years. And then someone approached me and said, would you like to run an agency in Mount Prospect area, a little bit closer to Chicago, a little bit more commercial accounts there. So I thought, that's yeah, a great idea. So I went to work for that agency. And I think the year was 1980, I want to say three and worked for a couple of different agencies. Got a little experience underneath my belt. The economy wasn't the greatest, so I found myself unemployed, and I thought, you know what? Instead of looking for a job, I'm going to create a job. So I started the agency in 1988 uh, out of the necessity of finding an opportunity for me to run an agency and started from scratch and moved on from there. So now it's been 31 years, and it's been good. Been interviewed like this a few times. We've made the cover of a national magazine, uh, won the best practice award. And that is absolutely incredible. Congratulations on your success and your staying power. To stay in any business over 30 years, obviously, is a huge, huge success, especially in the financial services industry where turnover in the first couple of years is enormous. So you're obviously doing a lot right. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, tell me about the Best Practice Award. Who did you win that from and what qualified you to win that? Well, one of our biggest associations from the insurance industry called the Independent Insurance Agents and Brokers. There's over 40,000 members. And in the year 1989, I qualified by filling out a survey, giving them our financials, giving them the information that they had requested, how we do certain things in certain ways. And there's six categories. We were in the smallest category, but the smallest category had the biggest number of people. It was like 20,000 out of the 44,000 agents. And we were lucky enough to win that. And then once we won the award, National Magazine covered it and said, how would you like to be on the cover of our magazine? Talking about marketing and other insurance things to other insurance agents. So that is absolutely incredible. Congratulations again. Now you are specifically on the commercial side and that your clients are business owners. Talk a little bit about why you chose that niche and what you like about it. Well, to begin with, we were doing anything that we possibly could because we were starting the business. And as I was developing the agency, I realized you can't be all things to all people. So we found out what was indicative to our area, what was available, the uh, opportunities that were out there. And the, one of the biggest uh, opportunities, one of the biggest indigenous to our area was manufacturers. So what we decided to do is focus in on Midwest manufacturers, manufacturers that may have had risks internationally, but typically they were domiciled in Illinois and within a geographic range of probably 100 miles of the agency. So we were able to serve their needs 
quite well. And we had obviously the insurance markets that wanted to handle this type of business. Wow. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. Now you've seen a lot along the way. So what are some of the most common mistakes business owners? Cause obviously a lot of them listen to our show. That's our primary audience. What are some of the common mistakes business owners make when it comes to protecting their assets? Well, there's a lot of denial in our industry and I was just meeting with a manufacturer yesterday and he's kind of indicated that some of the coverages perhaps were not necessary because they never had that type of a claim before. So I would say one of the biggest is, you know, that a typical loss isn't going to happen here. Unfortunately, it does happen. And what we like to do is focus in on more than just the insurance costs, but on the total cost of risk. So insurance is important, but it's only 30 to 40% of the total cost of risk. There's other things that manufacturers need to consider, including taking care of their biggest asset, their employees. So a lot of times what we'll find is that a manufacturer will be doing a lot of the right things. They'll be concentrating on productivity, making sure that their employees are doing the right things in the right ways and being very efficient as well as effective. But are they really doing it in the safest environment? So what we'll do is go in and and say there's opportunity here for you to improve the safety, which will improve productivity because an employee that is injured costs your firm a lot more than just the workers' compensation payments and the lost wages, the loss of productivity for the other people that would be doing that same job. There could be a bottleneck because somebody forgets that Johnny that was hurt is a a key component. And he operates a machine that if things don't get done at his machine, it's going to totally create a bottleneck. That makes a lot of sense. So if I heard you correctly, you talked about how a lot of times business owners, we think it won't happen to us whatever the calamity or catastrophe is, we don't insure against it because we think it's not gonna happen to us. And obviously statistics show that it does, but we don't wanna acknowledge that. Just like for life insurance, people don't wanna acknowledge their own mortality, I would guess, is that right? That's absolutely true. Unfortunately, people think that insurance is a waste of money until they need it, and then they wish they had purchased more. Absolutely. Okay. So biggest mistake being in denial, thinking it won't happen to us so that we don't insure against it. Can you talk a little bit about, without disclosing any confidential information or any names, some examples of some clients you've worked with? How about one How about one that had a claim that was protected because you recommended insurance against it and they listened? Well, we actually had some coverage for a, a manufacturer about 10 years ago and the covered a mistake that they made it's like an errors and emission. And unfortunately, after paying this huge claim, kept them in business, we lost their business because they weren't concentrating on the value that we added, the coverages that we added. They bought insurance through another insurance agency. And unfortunately, they didn't have this coverage. I went in to see them a couple of years after that. And they said, why is part of your business closed? And they said, well, we had an uninsured loss. And they go, the way you're describing that loss, it's very similar to what you had that we had covered. And they said, yeah, well, we saved a lot of money that year. So you saved their bacon the first time, and then they price shopped and tried to go cheap out on insurance when they just had a claim that was covered, 
And then they ended up having a similar issue, which obviously significantly negatively affected them. Did I get that story right? Exactly. That's crazy. Wow. That makes no sense. It's crazy. You must feel the same way. Like you saved their bacon and then they decided to try and save money and went from the frying pan into the fire, so to speak. In our business, and I guess in every business, price is not a sustainable competitive advantage. Right. There's always someone who's going to try and be cheaper than you. There will always be somebody. And I tell all my clients that if you're looking for value, you're not going to beat our value proposition because we do more than just the insurance. We're going to do other aspects of risk management. Insurance is an important part of risk management. And the majority of insurance agents out there concentrate on reducing the insurance price, but not necessarily the other costs that go along with it. It's kind of like the saying, if the only tool you have is a hammer, all your problems look like nails. Yes. So that's not something I made up, but what I've added to that is simply, okay, well, if you're an insurance agent and the only product you have to sell is an insurance policy or the risk transfer device, good risk management process, and what most manufacturers say that they have to have is the insurance policies. But if that agent only has an insurance policy to sell, then honestly, all of these problems that uh, the manufacturer is going to have look like they're insurance solvable. And there's not. There's other risk management techniques, like other risk transfer even. There's certain things that go into the claim that they're not thinking about. And those things are costing them a lot of money. So what we try to do is not only come in and offer safety advice. I've got a safety compliance officer working for me. But we also do things like OSHA compliance. Uh, We'll do employee training. We'll not only do surveys, but somebody actually wants the service that we offered. We can help them in a number of ways. Our guy can actually come out and do the work for them, or we can provide them with resources that they can do their own training. Okay, so you're way more than just a quote-unquote insurance agency. I mean, you're almost like a full-service, holistic, risk management, risk reduction firm, and insurance is just a part of what you do. Absolutely. So I would guess that there aren't too many insurance agencies that do half of what you do. Majority of the insurance agents don't do what we do, at least. Just insurance agents. Right. They're going to provide a wonderful, cheap insurance policy, and then they're going to move on to the next guy. And they're not going to specialize like we do in manufacturers. So by specializing in manufacturers, we're able to understand their risk components and help them in ways that they may have not thought of before. When I typically go in to see a manufacturer, I'm not going to be the sales guy that says, hey, what keeps you up at night? I'm going to tell them what should be keeping them up at night and then have a dialogue and a conversation and customize a program, not only taking care of their insurance risks and insurable risks, but also take care of their other soft type situations where they're not only going to have a need for the lowest insurance policy possible, but they're also going to need other risk services. That makes total sense. What do you like best about what you do? Well, big agencies, I meant to tell you, do this. The big agencies, brokers, they will come in and they will provide tons of service and it's up to the client to decide what they want. The problem is if you're a mid-sized client for an insurance agency or broker, you're not going to get all the tools that they offer because, well, maybe the broker doesn't feel you'd pay enough money for them and they have bigger clients. So what we do, we have a specialized niche 
in an area of like 50 employees to 300 employees. So for anywhere from 10 million in sales to 150 million in sales. By concentrating that niche that's underserved, you're gonna get the services that a big broker would offer at the prices that the lower agencies provide, perhaps just for the insurance policy. Absolutely, that's incredible. We obviously appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable. What else do you wanna share that I didn't think to ask you? Well, that's a good question. I think by me telling you that I specialize in manufacturers, sounds like that's all I sell to. We do sell to other types of businesses, but majority of them are manufacturers or distributors or even some contractors. Why I understand and why I feel that I'm an expert in the manufacturing is not only because I've been doing this for the last 31 years, but also I'm on different boards and in different associations. So I'm rubbing shoulders. I'm visiting plants on plant tours with the association. For instance, I've been uh, on the board of directors for the Chicago District PMA, which is the Precision Metal Forming Association, for the last 15 years. Right now, I'm the vice chairman and instrumental in a few of their programs that they're offering. Uh, I feel that if you're going to be involved in a niche, if you're going to be involved, as I am in the, the manufacturing industry, you need to be there with the people. You need to have some of your best friends manufacturers. That makes sense. Now, for our listeners and viewers, do they need to be in the same region of Illinois that you are, or can you help people in all kinds of different locations? I've got licenses in 28 states, That's mostly in the Midwest. I've done things internationally. I've done maquiladoras in Mexico. I've written several factories in China. Oh, wow. Okay. Things in Canada. At one time, I was even asked by one of the United States departments of something to... <laughs> You could tell me, but then you'd have to kill me, right? Well, I was asked to actually go to Russia and explain our workers' comp system to them, along with the American contingency. Unfortunately, even though it was part of the Eisenhower program, it named it after him, President Eisenhower, I felt it was a good opportunity, although the $10,000 expense was, was not in the budget at that moment, but it was nice that I was asked. Yeah, you're obviously recognized as an expert enough to do that, which is absolutely incredible. Folks, this has been a great interview. If you are interested in learning more about what you maybe perhaps should be expecting from the commercial insurance firm that you're working with, if you're in the market, certainly go to pitcherinsurance.com. That's P-I-T-C-H-E-R insurance.com. Talk to Ron. Tell him Sharkpreneur sent you. Ron, we greatly appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for interviewing me. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening, and we'll talk to you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.